And we're off and running. Hey. Louder than ever. Bigger, louder, and uncut. We are louder and I'm pretty sure both cut. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Actually, we are lu- no, <laughs> we're louder because we got uh, an email to thecomedycouch at gmail.com. And one of our pod- couch potatoes said... The um, podcast is actually too quiet, and it's hard to hear at the gym and places, and could we be louder? So, you know what? Y'all bitches, if this is too loud, you made your bed, and now fucking lie in it with the earplugs halfway in. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, well, I'm trying to adjust us now, because, you know... I wrote him back, too, and I said, well, just so you know, Dennis is in charge of that, so expect the next podcast to be quieter right and that's on your conscious now asshole live with it all right uh this is the comedy couch i'm dennis hensley and i'm tony tripoli and here we are we right out of the gate we have an issue to address uh-oh uh in relation to our last podcast oh boy jeremy was very troubled and jeremy, oh you know what wait hang, hold on jeremy oh back it up song. Never mind. Backup singers. All right. <laughs> Diet Coke in Diet the Coke ice. Coke in the cubes. <laughs> I like um, Diet Coke in the cubes. Yeah. I like the k. Um, so, uh, Jeremy's very troubled by the last uh, podcast. This oh, is called gosh. Uncool Reverso Podcast. What? Hey, hey Couchman. We're the Couchman. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the Couchman in the Cubes. We're opening for, uh, <laughs> for Diet, Diet Coke, Coke in the Cubes. The cubes. <laughs> oh, God. I have to do six minutes. Um... Sorry I've not emailed since my French guy, Reader's Theater. So we loved his French guy's Reader's Theater. Oh, yes, of course. He was talking about... uh, Yeah, he knows of what he speaks. Anyway, wanted to let you know that two imposters hijacked the comedy couch last week. This pretend Dennis was 95% sure he was about to have a real date. Now, the real Dennis would never be so assured about a future get-together with a man. That's true. Then the counterfeit Tony... Blubbered for like 10 minutes on how wonderful our lives are. (laughs) I half expected him to break into an impression of Louis Armstrong singing Wonderful World. I hope nothing was stolen from your apartment and that comedy couch was not stained by the charlatans. (laughs) Keep up the good work and I look forward to a genuine podcast soon. Jeremy. We'll be back to normal before you know it. Point taken. I am in a bad fucking mood, Jeremy. So I'm back. And um, I see trees of green. <laughs> P.S. Jeremy, just between you and me and the other couch potatoes, I fucking hate that song. I hate it in any incarnation. I'm this is me. I'm always like, pick it up. I feel like that song is so needlessly. It's a little slow. draggy. It really it's is. It's really a like draggy. the the emperor's new clothes. Like there's no there there. So yeah. we'll just do it really slowly. Yeah. And then people will think that that means it's got gravitas. Yeah. It's somehow significant and important. No, it's fucking. It's one step above happy birthday, which is my other pet peeve. <laughs> when people sing happy birthday too slow, oh, people are like happy birthday, <laughs> and then you're halfway to the next yeah, birthday, it's true. and there's melted wax all over your fucking red velvet cupcake. I my pet peeve about happy birthday is when somebody goes and many more because yeah. it's the way to make it all about them. Me, I need yeah. a certain kind of attention. I really Please look at me. <laughs> I think if you took all the and many more people in the world and put them together, they would have overlapping. That'd be uh, one shitty birthday no. party. <laughs> the song would never end. For first, first no one would ever eat. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that. So much has happened since the last. We podcast. were talking. I was talking this morning about YouTube 
things. Yes. And I, I know that by now everyone has gone and watched the Honey Badger right. video. Because why? Because Honey Badger don't care. They don't care. Um, but I also want you to type in the name John Daker. D-A-K-E-R. <laughs> is he on there? Yeah, the John John Daker <laughs> videos are on YouTube. And there's you there's a few of them, but it's a religious... And he sings, Christ the Lord has risen today. <laughs> Is it the one that... And then he goes into That's Amore. He yeah. goes from a gospel song into That's Amore. And he goes, That's Amore. <laughs> and he and then the piano goes a little too fast for him. And he goes, Samore. And he tries to jump back on. It's fucking hilarious. You've got to watch it. It's on there, John Dacre. Yeah, it's, John Dacre was something YouTube. we enjoyed in the privacy of our home for years. So I'm saying, saying, and he's going to sing Amore too, okay? That's the, um, the, the fat lady playing, the obese woman playing the piano. He's going to sing Amore too, okay? Okay. <laughs> she plays way too fast. <laughs> I'm so happy that it's on YouTube. John Daker is a lot. Also, get um, Leslie Uggams singing June is Busting Out All yeah. Over. With That's the Jabibas another... and Jabibas. <laughs> bejesus and bejeebas. We have that VHS tape of all that funny shit. I know. And and I literally I'm... can't get through it. Uh, remember the uh, the beauty pageant where the girl sings a uh, part of your world <laughs> in the homemade fishtail costume? And then the one girl jappy? does cats. I like this. You but want yeah. thingamabobs? You want thingamabobs? I, I got, got 20. <laughs> <laughs> but she goes, but who cares? No big deal. I love when she says deal. Um, so yeah, more. We're very loud. So those are some uh, videos. You said a lot of stuff has happened this week. Well, of course. For you. Well, I went to Gay Ski Week, which we'll t- discuss. No, open it up. All right. So... As we've discussed, this put a is, condom on it. Tell me the story. I've been wanting to try skiing for years. I never to tried try it. anal. Is what you need to try. <laughs> and and you know what? Funny enough, I a, did in a way, but not with a person. Oh. I believe it was a stone buried under the. Maybe perhaps it was one of my poles. <laughs> Let's just say I wasn't a natural. All right, so I've wanted to do this so for you're a long not a time. Pig bottom. No, <laughs> but you may or may not be God, sloppy. I am skiing's bitch. <laughs> Skiing made me its bitch. Yeah. So, all right. I've wanted to do this for a long time. It's on my fucking dream board. Oh, Christ. All right? So I'm like, I need Never to. I want to do this. Never snow skied. Never snow ever. Okay. Have you? You did. I have. Okay. So I go there. I'm excited about it. I And I kind of go by myself. I know a few people are going to be up there, but I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to not wait another year and always wonder and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I'm supposed to do this. I'm doing this. I should be there. I'm going. My be there, ass do that. says, go skiing. I want something in me. Yeah. Did, so, didn't say pine cone. Apparently no. pine cone was on your ass's <laughs> yeah, vision board. It's true. So, um, you know, it costs a little money. Yeah, skiing uh, is an expensive white person I, hobby. I got, you know, lessons and, um, you know, I had to buy ski pants. And I rented white, a lot huh? of stuff. Yeah, a lot of white folks. Yeah. But there were some, um, there non, were some people of color. Yes. So um, I get up there. I even bought tires for my car and ca- or chains for my car in case what? I needed them because they thought it might snow. But you can take them back. So oh, okay. I'm really on it. But they're nickel and a diming. Prius. I love a Prius with, with chains. chains I know it. they're nickel and diming you to death. Is the point? And they're not nickels and dimes. They're you yeah, know they're five hundred thousand dollars and whatever. 
So I get there, and the first night, I meet up with Scott Williams and Peter Ray, who Love are them. regular podcast listeners. They're with a big group of folks, and they're all in a condo having dinner. So They've I, been married so long. Well, I don't know if they're married, but together. But They've not, been together like They're not gay years. married. I know. A long time. Jeez. I introduced them. It's true. God, I know. God. And um, so... I go over to the condo and they're they're all having a group dinner and I have dinner and it's fun and I'm getting excited about skiing and um, my lessons early the next morning and there's a guy there that's just there to do massage named Corey who's like a friend of theirs mm-hmm. um, so I'm like you know what I'm gonna book you for tomorrow so I I've ordered my massage and um, <clears throat> so I go the next morning I get there I'm on time I'm all of it I, I grab a um, strawberry yogurt that I'm gonna eat. To, you know, I'm all about the yogurt lately. I don't know why I'm obsessed. So I put it in my pocket. I'm going to go there and I get all my stuff and, oh, it's, you know, another $10 for the locker and, you know, all this stuff. So I get in my little group and uh, my teacher's name is Heidi and she's been teaching there 17 years. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, uh, what's, uh, what's it called? Weathered, weathered skin, like mm-hmm. sun, you know, and. Chapped lips? Yeah. Like she Chapped looks- lips on her whole head. <laughs> Yeah, she could use some Dr. Kiss. Let's oh. put it that way. Well, she better send a three-way story. Exactly. She, <laughs> she better step it up. Which reminds me, you faggots are letting me down. <laughs> but we're going to get to that later. Um, so I start. we start the lesson. There's like four or five of us in the group, like three girls and me and another guy. And no one never skied. And you start out like do one ski or whatever. And um, Snowplow. You know, I don't know about that snowplow. Everyone's like, did you snowplow? And I'm like, no, I don't know what that is. That's when you push out your heels and push. That's how you can stop or slow down. Okay, they taught us that. outward it, to make a triangle in the Yeah, front. they taught us that, but they didn't call it snowplow. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, we're doing it, and then we go up to this thing called the pomo, which is uh, like a rope toe. It's not a full ski yeah. lip, but it tows you up the little part, and then we're going to come down, and kind of gliding up the pomo was fun. And... You know, I'm starting to try to use these little techniques, and I'm doing what it looks like my feet should be doing. I, like, match the other people, but I'm not stopping when I'm supposed to be stopping. Yeah, it's kind of infuriating. I struggled, and I kept wiping out bad, really bad wipeouts. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this. I'm going to be okay. It's just normal. And Heidi was not... <laughs> Is that why there's that big ripped-off corner on your vision board that yeah. I noticed earlier? Oh, yeah. Is that why? Believe me. I was like... <laughs> So um, I was struggling, and uh, Heidi was like, she was kind of impatient with me, and she's been there 17 years, and I thought, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be the first person the that struggled. I'm 17 years. I can't be, you know? Like she, she, like, she didn't kind of know what to do with me. She was like, well, you're waiting, you're not putting your weight in the right, you know, and I just, wow. and so, you know, we, we I struggled down the hill, wiped out a bunch of times, and got down and the hill. Gay seventeen gay ski weeks. She's taught lesbians. Yeah. So oh, they you know, know what to do. Well, they, they're they, not exactly body aware, Dennis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Line yeah. dancing don't count. Like you know, you've got so, actual. You've been in releve. I've been in releve. I've been doing a lot of work on the bosu. You as know, my trainer pointed out you can do tendus. I so um. So it's lunchtime, and I'm like, you know what? That didn't go great, but I'm going to go get some lunch. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do better. So we go to lunch, and uh, I go to lunch with one of the guy, the guy that was in the group, and I think his name was um, Matt. Okay. And um, he's there with some other friends, blah, 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 and he's doing pretty good. 
So I go to reach in my pocket, and my my strawberry yogurt exploded because I forgot about it. So you maybe landed on it. Once <laughs> I landed or on it fourteen times. My phone is in there. My <gasps> keys are in there, and they're all yogurty. But I clean it off, and it's all we're all, it's all okay. But it was just kind of like really. So the phone works still. The phone works, and it smells fantastic. We'll see. Yeah. So I had a yogurt full of. I got a pocket but a pocket full of yogurt. I got a pocket full of yogurt. So anyways. And you weren't the only one at Good Ski uh, Week uh, to sing that song. Take me away. This is our most musical podcast ever. So, okay. And we're sorry. We go back. We go back. It's our glee. (laughs) Original song episode. Oh, we have to discuss that. No, we don't. I do. I think we do. Oh, God. All right. I'm This is what I feel about glee. I know that the two gay guys kissed. Yes. And everyone was like, did you see it? Did you see it? And I'm like, you know what? Wake me when they're barebacking. Then I'll tune in. But I don't care about uh, one chaste little closed mouth kiss. That ain't doing it for me. I Actually, am beyond that. it was two kisses and it was kind of hot. It wasn't hot because I have seen the clip. Okay. I thought they were pretty fucking hot. everybody fucking emailed it to me. All right. Well, anyways. So, okay. We've gone to lunch. I've got a pocket full of yogurt. I decide I'm going to invest in a helmet because I didn't do that earlier. So I pony up 30 bucks to rent a helmet. For one day, it cost thirty dollars to for, rent. Yeah, for two days because I had the two day package, right? Okay. So on a four day load. Anyways, we go back out there and we're gonna go back on that poma thing, that little rope thing, right? Well, there's no one there to run it, and Heidi's like, "Well, I called somebody to come and run it, but I don't know where they are." <laughs> and Matt, who's doing pretty good, was like, "Well, why don't we just go? We're gonna go up. The, the idea is by the end of the day, you might go up to the first hill and sure. you take slope. the lift. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And it uh, that ain't no bunny. So it's a fucking, you know, <laughs> coyote slope. It's, it's, a, it's a fast running rabbit. <laughs> that's one fucking gigantic Rabbits rabbit. Rabbits run real fast. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge, scary fucking rabbit. So anyway, so we can't go on the Palma, and so we go to the um. Thing. The alleged bunny trail. The, ale- the alleged bunny trail. So <laughs> the, the dead I, rabbit trail. <laughs> I have to tell you, I mounted the ski lift with a plum. I did. I sat right back. I sat right. Wait, down. you mean you had a plum in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, you exactly. And you I smashed that. Up your- <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So anyway, so and then getting off it the first time is a big deal. And I did good with that too. I kind of scooted off. I didn't wasn't graceful, but I didn't wipe out. You're really celebrating the small victories. Oh my god, Tommy. <laughs> So then we're up there, and we're going to start going, and this is like a real hill, and I know I don't have the skills. I know I don't know what I'm doing. I know I've been struggling. I know parts of my body already hurt, and I start wiping out over and over and over again, and like spectacular wipeouts, and like my knees, you know, I felt like I hurt my knees, and... You know, I've had some neck issues and shit like that, and I've been doing working out pretty consistently and doing good this year. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna fucking get killed up here. Yeah. Because and no, you won't even die though. You'll survive and be sore and miserable forever. And so when I would crash, I would just lay there and have this like existential (laughs) moment because so sorry. Hey, why did I need to be there so badly? Why was I supposed to go there? <laughs> I did there? this to myself. I did this to myself. I met, I, you know what I mean? This was something that's always yeah. been. I had I've this said that in so epiphany. many men's beds. Yeah. <laughs> Just laying there looking at the ceiling going, I did this to myself. Wondering if your knees are going to be okay. If you really yes. hurt them, if they're, or they're just sore. Oh, God. So, and then I would. And, then and I, I would, should have rented the helmet. 
Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So then I get up and I try again and I wipe out again and I'm just sitting there like, and I, because of, I can't get up without taking off a ski for some reason. Some people can. It depends, I think, how much flexibility you have in your calves, whatever. I couldn't do it. And Heidi's like, and the rest of them were starting to go ahead except for one lady. And, um, I, um, just kept wiping out. Did you cry? Not then. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got our title. (laughs) What is it? Did you cry, Dash? Not Not then. then. Okay. So we, um, I keep wiping out, and Heidi's like, Heidi acted like nobody'd ever struggled before. She didn't have great bedside manner, and she wasn't good at like, you know, this. She wasn't I showed good you at this dadgum thing twice. No, she wasn't good at giving. She was yeah. very get off of my property. Oh god! But um, she. So I'm sitting, laying there every time, thinking what, and because what, what was what it was was I didn't learn anything. Like each time I didn't go. Oh, I shouldn't have done dunk. Every time I'm like flying fucking blind. Everything I think I'm is gonna stop me doesn't stop me. Every time I, I'm afraid to point a certain way that I'll just take off. Like I really had. I think what freaked me out the most is that I never felt like I had a, a control for one fucking second, right. not one. So there was another woman that was new that was struggling, named Michelle, who was British, and I thought, okay, this isn't. I'm either going to walk down this hill or I'm going to roll down this hill, but I'm not going to ski down this hill. It's not going to happen. And I would prefer to not roll down the hill because I. It's not that important to me. You know? Okay. So I said to Heidi, I was like, well, can I, this isn't, I can't do this. This isn't happening and it's not working. Um, can I, is there, can I take the lift down or whatever? She's like, mm, not really. <laughs> like, there, like this had never, yeah. no one had ever struggled Never happened, before. 17 years. And so I thought, you know what, when I was at my lowest with Shitstorm R9 and I didn't know what my job was or anything like that, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to try to be loving. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to go, like, my, that's my job. Because I don't know, I don't have a job. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, that was some a little thing that I did that helped me. God, I never even noticed. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was like, because this was the worst... Uh, this is the lowest, most challenging thing I'd been through since then in terms of like, yeah. this is not happening. This is bad. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to bond with Michelle and help her down this hill because she ain't, she ain't zipping down either. And that's, and we're going to have a nice chat and that's going to be how I, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I'm going to. That's amazing. You're that's saving how I'm, it. Yeah, that's how I'm going to try to save it. And we did. We had a nice little chat and. She got back on her skis and I held her and we, she just kind of so went you've really slow. Taking your skis off. My skis are off. I'm carrying them. I can't be on them. Right. I don't have control from the second I put them on. And if it were kind of, you're kind of moving slow and you kind of fall or you fall on your butt. Right. But my wipeouts were spectacular. They were like. It's funny because in your mind, you were like going 40 miles an hour and wiping out, but you really couldn't, like they can't have been that spectacular. I know to you, they feel like they must've been, but you were probably never really going fast enough to well, mo- yeah. do much of a good fall really. But I well, know it feels it like the, the way The way my body went. Like ABC my, sports. My knee, the way my knees would hit yeah, yeah. and it would spread. And- it's a very helpless, I, I totally get that when you're, 
you just feel like we never did the easy version where you kind of yeah, feel like you I have never, a moment of, of confidence. Never, ever, so, yeah. ever. And so um, I walk Michelle down the hill, and she has to go. Um, so she le- takes off. And so I'm waiting there for Heidi and them to come back down because they went back up and did it again. They were all doing okay. And Matt came back down, and I was like, you did great. I was like, please tell me you wiped out at least once. And he goes, yeah, I totally did. Once. I was like, thank God. So... I slipped in somebody's yogurt. I don't know what there was yogurt doing on the slope. <laughs> so then I decide I'm going to go. The poem is running again. Whoever was out to lunch or gone fishing is back. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that again. And my body's racked with all these pains. And I'm like hoping that they're not like something real or j- but just like bumps and bruises or whatever. So I, it's literally flat. There's little ropes that demarcate where you get in line to go on sure. the poma. I put my skis on. And I, uh, out of control, on flat, go about five feet, crash into the little ropes, Uh-oh. and wipe out. Mm-hmm. And uh, like on like this floor, like it right, was like the... you're doing a joke, like it's a yes. Bit. You're Mr. Bean. All I of a sudden, I was fucking Mr. Bean, and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done for today. I'm done. 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 Yeah, there's a hot tub I should be in. So I said to Heidi I was like uh, when she came back down I'm like um, you know I'm done so uh, and then I was gonna decide the next day I was supposed to have another set of lessons and I was either gonna bail on it or get a try to pay up and get a private because I'd rather have one person for an hour help me than do that again because I wasn't I was struggling and I and I was getting um, discouraged and she was I didn't want to be with her anyway right um so yeah, that was rough. So I go back to the hotel and I just feel like crap. Like, oh, you know, all this money and the fucking yeah. helmet and oh, and then I go in to um to take off the boots and stuff that I rented and I can't get one of them off. And I've got all of the things undone. Everything's oh unclasped God. and I can't get it off. And I'm getting really afraid. and I went up to the dude and I'm like the good thing was like I was um present enough to take care of myself like that I didn't do anything unreasonable or I wasn't, it didn't feel bad because they were better than me or I'm embarrassed. It was just like, I felt like this was something I wanted to do. There was a reason I was here and I was just a disaster. Right. So I went up to the guy and I said, I can't get the shoe off. I've got all the things open. I will pay you money to get it off me. <laughs> and he did. And I gave him a tip, but that was like, literally like, I, I couldn't even get the shoe off. Yeah. So, um, I go back to the hotel and I go get in the hot tub and, you know, anyone that asks, I'm like, well, I wasn't a natural. That was my um, yeah talking point. Yeah, that's good. And I was, you know, I tried to keep it. It was like, oh, why am I doing here? And um, so Corey comes to give me the massage at six and he is um, very handsome and like a triathlon Ironman kind of guy. Yeah. And... Uh, he was um, raised Mormon. So I told him, I said, I'd heard you to raise Mormon. And we sort of started talking about that. And I, while I was getting the massage, I told him about how I, um, you know, the, the missionary showed up and mm-hmm. I said, I'm gay. And they kind of basically weren't having it. And I basically had to send a letter. And, right. and sort of he told me his story, which was much more intense. And he went on a mission and he did a reparative therapy and all this stuff. And then I sort of opened up to him about my day and how badly I'd done and how I felt like... Here it comes. Um, 
just like I didn't know what I, you know what I mean. Like I, I we just really it was very easy to talk to him. I think because of the Mormon mm. stuff and all that stuff. And he whatever. And by the end of it, I like my eyes were watering, and it's hard to describe why that massage was so um, beautiful. But it really was, and I was like, oh my goodness. And uh, so that was when the crying happened a little bit, like mm-hmm. down. It was kind of going like onto the floor from the, your head, your face, and the little round <laughs> pillow. And it's I was on my back at this point. Hey, but yeah, exactly. Wahaha! So, um, so that was that, and that was really nice. And maybe I, I don't know. Um, I hope he lives here, so hopefully I can hang out with him or see him or whatever. Wow. Um, I don't think it's a dating thing. Make He's sweet woman love. love. But there, I was. Tra- we talked about what is it about being that background that. Is what what's the best thing you took from it, and mm-hmm. you know what is it about that that's kind of a bonding thing? And we didn't really come up with answers, but um, it was nice, and um, I felt like I was able to really say everything I had been feeling about, you know, doing so badly and all this stuff. So then I have to tell you that Joan saw the Book of Mormon last yes. week on Broadway. Yes, um, and she didn't really know anything about Mormonism, right? And she was telling me this morning she was like. That's so much crazier than Scientology. <laughs> She's like the outer space stuff, like going to heaven and being outer space with your family, and that Jesus flew to New- upstate New York and wrote a book on gold and then buried it. Yeah. But then like teleported back and like what? Just the on, just the beginning, the basics are already say, so insane yeah. that that's like baseline. Yeah. And it's weird, was, growing up in the church, you never have those kind of, and you just kind of like, take it, and you, it's like I'm put into a song and you just accept it. She it's goes, like, I was laughing out loud yeah. in the first two minutes, going, this is the most brilliant story I've ever heard. And then I find out at intermission, no, that's not the stuff they made up. Yeah, that's, that's the real not thing. That's not Trey Parker and Matt Stone. So that's funny. really true. Like, yeah. it was just, you know, so funny. And it wasn't, she wasn't saying it to be mean, like, oh, those idiot it's Mormons. Not so. It was just like... God, you know. Wow, I know. Here we we love to sit around and bash the Scientologists. We had a whole Katie Holmes thing in the show yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah. And, but the Scientology, it's okay. It's acceptable to call that crazy. Yeah. But if you look at any religion, yeah. they're all just as fuck. Talking snake. Fucktacular. Giant yeah. with a 14-year-old boy in a slingshot. You know, the Jews, you can't get married if you have a tattoo. Uh, buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have a tattoo. Like, right. just crazy rules that don't. But anyway, that aren't about love. They're not right. I think we covered that during my um, neck part, the neck portion of my massage. Oh, thank you. What was his name? Corey. Corey. Yeah. She also said he's fantastic too. If anyone's in LA and needs a massage, she knew Um, that she was a smart ass when she was little because once they said you're not allowed to eat. You know, one of the Jewish holidays, you're not allowed to eat leavened bread. I think on like Yom Kippur or something. You know what I mean? Right. And they were and basically someone said to her. Well, if you eat that, God will be mad at you. Wow. And she was like, really? Because I walked an old blind person across the street this week. Don't you think that outweighs me eating this piece of fucking bread? Yeah. Like, she's literally like eight or ten years old. And And she's already doing the math in her head. She says this to some, like, uncle of hers that's a rabbi. Like, even I can go... That was me being a good person in the world. Yeah. Me having a slice of bread at my house doesn't matter at all. Like, yeah. genius. So anyway. Um, so after the... Um, massage. After the massage, and I... And the good old cry. The good old cry. 
I went to uh, the village, which is kind of like where yeah. things are and the restaurants and stuff, and ate Mexican food at this place called Gomez's. And uh, I was like all about the Mexican food. I couldn't wait. <clears throat> and so I'm there by myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. There were some pockets of gays around, but, you know, it wasn't like, oh, it's gay ski week oh, okay. or whatever. Um, and so I missed the after ski party because uh, I was getting my massage and um, – coming to terms yeah. <laughs> with the day. And uh, there were these two kind of burly Kevin James types sitting across the little bar from me. Uh -huh. Oh, and I'd already, the, 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 I walked in and I said, can I just sit, I'm just one, can I just sit at the bar or whatever? And she was like, yeah, anywhere. So I saw a two top and I sat there and then they came and said, you can't sit there. So I was like, you don't know the day. I, I'm oh like, you know, God. it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. How right. absorbent is this rice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I got to the little bar sitting next to these Kevin James types and, Got to talking to them, and they, um, one of them was getting married, and the other one took him up there for their bachelor party, sure. a mini bachelor party, and um, they're like forties, whatever, big guys, and um, they were like, "What do you? Well, what do you do?" And I said, "Well, I'm a writer, and uh, I've been working on a show called Fashion Police." Oh, they're with, straight. They're totally straight. Right. And I went. I've been working on a show called Fashion Police with Joan Rivers, and one of them was like. <gasps> Is that the bitch that stole my look show? And I'm like, it's totally the bitch that stole my Thank look show. You. And he's like, oh my God, my girl and I, my lady and I, we watch that all the time. It's got the Joan and I love when my she talks lady. to Kelly Osbourne and they fight. And I, I love that bitch that stole my look. And uh -huh. like, I was like, this is fo so delicious. So I was. So I, then you cried again? I cried again. <laughs> Thank you. And I gave him a little, you know, the card to come to a taping from San right. Diego. But it was so. Um, and then I went to bed relatively early because I didn't know if I was going to ski again or whatever. Or and I off. hurt. or You know, I didn't know how. I've also, if I was going to need to go and buy a rope early in the morning. Uh, so um, I did. I, so I didn't go to any big gay parties. Yeah. And then the next day, I didn't sleep that well that night. And so I got up. Imagine. I know. Imagine. And I got up and I, I didn't know how my body would feel because I was still all icky creaky. But I, I felt okay, but I did not go skiing again. Yeah, good. I didn't. And I felt bad. What do you mean again? <laughs> I felt like, I feel like there should be a pussy clause in, in the hotel, because I, I was mm -hmm. going to stay the next day. And also in the lessons, like, I'm going to, I'm sorry, for the pussy clause, you know, we can do this for you or whatever. Does Pussy Claus come in July instead of Santa Claus comes <laughs> yes. in December? Pussy Claus. Pussy visit? Claus comes at white party. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, like, basically, if you write, I'm a pussy, I'm a pussy, I'm a pussy on a dry erase board all through there, they'll give you some kind of. Or just cry at a Mexican food restaurant. <laughs> they'll give you a percentage. You get a, token. You get yeah. a percentage of your money back. So it was kind of a financial disaster. It was character building. I decided that I didn't do that. I did invest with Bernie Madoff, and that's what happened to those, you know, some of that money. Sure, that's what happened. Yes, and you know what? It happens to the best of us. What did we know? <sighs> so that's a good story, though. Yeah. So I came back so early that's why because. You came back early. Well, I had an event on Sunday, and they said it was going to snow again, and it had dumped a ton of snow yeah. on there, and I wasn't having a great time, and I didn't want to get stuck up there, and I didn't want to use my chains because I could at least take my chains back and get my money back, and so I went to no gay parties. Um, the next day I had lunch with Corey and a couple of other, his friends, Scott and Peter were taking snowboard lessons. I can't wait to hear that went. And, um, and then I got on the road and came back. And, um, so that's my gay, that's my, um, I had such a better gay evening 
while you were gone. What did you do? Because um, a date and I went to the gold class cinemas in Pasadena. Oh, the fancy one. And fancy's not even the word. First of all, it's so great because it's this building like tucked away in Old Town Pasadena on this like side street alley. And so you have to walk through this charming little like old town sort of villagey. And already you're like, yes, we're doing that thing. We're doing that thing, that. That, that wealthy, fancy thing. But we know what we were doing. We're on a stroll. Yeah. And then our stroll ended Maybe cobblestones? at the venue. Yes, lots of it. Not and like normal Old tiny lamp posts, right. you know. And so then, um, and the tickets are, they say the tickets are $19. Not a big deal. Oh, but then there's a $10 VIP surcharge. So the tickets are $29. Holy to shit. To just see a movie. What about Helmet Rental? And you get free popcorn. Okay. Uh, and the parking is included. Okay. If you park in this one lot. Okay. And so, but it's 29 bucks Plus, but so then you get there and there's, you literally, you're in this plane and it's like the lobby of like a Mondrian or like a really boutique-y right. hotel. And it's just a very sleek desk, and there's sort of soothing music playing, and flat screens everywhere. Not really showing trailers, but like stills. You know how people have like that iPhoto, like you go to a fancy gay party, and they have just their TV yeah, showing yeah, yeah. pictures, mm -hmm. and they wipe and swipe and roll and flip, you know, it's photos. It's that, but it's stills from like the movies that are playing. There's cool. six cinemas. Each one has only 40 seats. Wow. And, you know, you pick your seats when you buy your tickets. And then the concierge checks you in and sends you down the escalator to the lounge, which is like a nice hotel bar. And they had a DJ spinning like, like cool trancy, house, trancy, yeah. house music-y, like, you know. But immediately I noticed no one was white. It was all black people that were checking in. So I'm like, oh, this is even better than I expected. Because them's my people. Like, right. I fucking love this. And we were going to see Paul. And I thought, this is a movie I don't care if people talk through. So that's, I'm glad that there are black people yeah. here. Turns out they were all going to see um, the Adventure LA or the Battle LA. Battle LA. Um, so we saw Paul, which I'm the only person I know that didn't like it. I thought it was so stupid and there's only two good laughs. They're good laughs, but there's only two in the whole movie, but there's free popcorn. But so you literally, you get downstairs and then the like hostess says, do you want to sit in the lounge and have like appetizer? They have a full menu and a full bar. So do you want to have like a drink and an appetizer? Or do you want to go right into the theater? And none of this is included with the popcorn. Correct. So we go into the theater and it's 20... Pairs, so it's four rows of five, of two giant, and I mean like giant lazy boy, suede lazy boy chairs, and then the armrests are really really wide, and they lift up, and that's like a storage compartment. And she's like, "Take your shoes off." I love that. Yeah. Take your shoes off. It's like first class. We have blankets and pillows. Would you like them now, or do you want to wait? And then here's the menu. Here's the little button. To push when you want, waiter, we won't bother you unless you hit the little light for us. Um, we ordered a bottle of Prosecco, you know, champagne. Um, and we had already eaten. We had gone to Soup Plantation because, you know, I love that. Right. And um, but so then we had this dessert that was like strawberries with like this angel food cake cubes and like vanilla. Like it was so good. The popcorn was shitty. I have to say it's hot. 
they serve you warm bags of popcorn, but there's no butter on it. It's just that orange powder. Yeah. Which is a huge miss. For 29 bucks a ticket, you need that popcorn needs to be real arc light butter it popcorn. It needs to dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all in all, the sound, the theater, it was such a neat experience. I want to do it. Yes, we have to go again. And it would be such a fun thing to just buy out all 40 seats. Yeah. And, you know, and do like if burlesque. Yes. You know, had a, like to do that. And what really a tear fun it up. thing. And so I love it. So we're going to have to do a gold class. I always wanted to know what that was cinema. like. I love it. Yeah. That's very so that good. That was good. Um, so before my Gay Ski Week adventure, I went to Sexy Spin, which is on um, Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. Right. And this particular win was my favorite. My favorite teacher has uh, every couple months or every twice a year, he has a special one where there's guests and gift bags and all this shit, right? Yeah. So there was a singer who's a singer of a group called Skyrocket Love. And his wife always takes spinning. Uh-huh. And they were one of the special guests and they played some of their songs. Well, their publicist goes by a name on this podcast called Hope to He. The Hope to He guy Jesus was in my Christ. 7 a.m. sexy spin class. Uh, that is so upsetting. And, and did I he hadn't early? seen him a lot. No, he stayed through the whole thing. Jesus. Although he'd never that spun he never spun before. Can finish. Yeah, that, <laughs> that he can follow through on. So I, I waved to him. And then after the class, I went over and talked to him a little bit. And, you know, Clarity is on. And, um, but he was always obsessed with Celine. So he's he had already seen the show because he has a friend there that yeah. works really closely with her, and uh, he's like, "Well, if you want to see her, so I think hope to he don't even act like he's going to redeem himself. Could hook us up. I'm just saying, what's in it for us? Maybe a little Celine. Uh, two tickets to the first act of the Celine Dion concert. Yeah, you mean he? he, he it's yeah. from the hope to he. We're not going to get to see the finale <laughs> for sure. It's like, yeah. No way. So anyway, it was random that I saw him there, and it was fine. And you know, oh, hope to he, hope to he. Um, but um, we both have more trips planned. We do. We uh, had to get this podcast in because <clears throat> we're now officially on a hiatus. Yeah, we're on a big hit show, Dennis, and now we're on our hiatus. We've got it. We've got a hit on our hands, and uh, we don't tape again until April seventh. Yes, the Thursday taping. That's so, a long time. Uh, so it feels like we have two weeks off. We really don't. It's really one week because yeah. we have to come back to get ready to do that show. But anyhow, so you're going to New York for how many days? I'm going to New York uh, from Wednesday to Monday. I come back and Monday. I'm going to Vegas just Saturday and Sunday with my family for my mom's drunken 60th birthday party bash. I love um, it. And then next, then I come back for a couple days and then I go to Mexico. I'm going to Puerto Vallarta by myself Wednesday to Sunday next week. Blue Chairs Hotel. I'm literally staying at the Blue Chairs Hotel. It's Fantastic. so gay. And so anyone that's been to Bl- stayed at Blue Chairs Hotel, email me at uh, thecomedycouch at gmail.com because I want to know, you know, what to do. But I'm literally, I've never gone on a vacation just by myself. And it would be have been on my vision board if I made them. And, yes. Uh, and I'm marking it I think it's beautiful. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So... I hope you, you know, uh, have a great time. I'm sure I'll get robbed. Or... Maybe you'll have your character-building existential moment oh, that I had great. on the like, I need slopes. more of those. <laughs> I think um, it's fabulous. Speaking of character-building. Yes. Right on. We did get two entries in the embarrassing Nightmare 3-Way story competition. Sweepstakes. Yeah. So the first one is called Three-Way Story for Dr. Kiss Lip Balm. Thanks, James. <laughs> That's perfect. No, I like that. I like you know what? Style. It's concise. It's quick. 
Um, it's very small font that I printed in, so Should I turn me. on the light? Hang on. Uh, all right, it says, okay, guys, here goes. The last time I had a three-way was about 10 years ago, and I had just moved to Long Beach and met this bear couple online. They invited me over, and like Tony said, I was into one but not the other. So we were making out on their bed, naked and giving each other head, when the... <laughs> he just got a lip balm! <laughs> <laughs> um, naked and giving each other head, when the hotter of the two asked me, what do you want me to do? Being one that was never good at verbalizing what I want to do while having sex, all I could come up with was, just shoot on me. The guy replied... I love that show. Laura Sangiacomo. Oh, thank God. She's so underrated. <laughs> um, well, I think I can do that, is what the guy said. And I was thinking, great, because that could be hot. Then he says to his partner, hey, this guy wants me to shit on him. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I really performed that beautifully. Oh I was my trying, god! I was trying to undersell it. You told me so that you'd did. all be surprised. Oh my god! I hope I did you proud, James. That's right. an amazing. So story. then the guy says um, he wants me to shit on him. <laughs> Shocked, I immediately replied, "No, no, no! I said shoot." <laughs> He's like squatting, like. Uh, and he says, oh, P.S., he did shoot on me, but there was no shitting. So I love oh. that. Um, so, yeah, so that's yeah. that's a good story. Yeah, I think I can do that. <laughs> hey, he wants me to, hey, honey. Hey, hey, Papa Bear. What's that? He wants me to shit on him. <laughs> no, um, wait, wait, no, 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 I meant, yeah. So this one's called Embarrassing Encounter. We all got him. <laughs> hey, guys, still loving the couch. Thanks again for all the free entertainment. Fuck you, Brad, in Toronto. This shit shouldn't be free. <laughs> and how dare you call it entertainment? We've got helmets to um, buy and rent. To fucking rent. Those Mexican hookers aren't going to come to my room for free, are they? Will they come for free? <laughs> they might. They might. As long as they bring chips, I'm happy to pay. Um, I was so It was so cool to hear Dennis talk about feeling like an outcast among the gays for not drinking. I feel exactly the same way. I never got into it, and there was no what I did with, there are no what I did when I was drunk stories to come back and haunt me. If I really analyze it, I think when I was a teen and most of my friends were starting to drink, I was afraid I would lose my inhibitions and tell my secret crush that I wanted to do him. What I wanted to do to him. Uh, I'm sure that would have had him. repercussions for years. Wow. So, my embarrassing story. A couple years ago, I'm at a bar drinking my $5 bottle of water, and I meet a cute guy. We hit it off. We talk for a while. We go back to his place. Things start getting hot. We hit the bedroom, and clothes come off. Well, he starts barking. Not a sexy growl kind of thing, but full-on Timmy's in the well barking. <laughs> so, at first, I laugh and play along, but then he starts saying... Puppy gonna lick you. <laughs> and puppy oh, wants to fetch your balls. At this oh, point, I say, man. I don't think this is working for me. I'm gonna take off. But he keeps going. Come fuck the puppy. Doggy fuck the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I threw my clothes on and ran out the door. And as I, as I ran out the door, I yelled, you're a freak. And he yelled back, fuck you. But that's not the embarrassing part. <laughs> okay. Two days later, oh my God, I have not read this and I'm getting really upset. Two days later, I had an appointment for a root canal. Oh no. I know. As I'm sitting in the chair, who walks in? You guessed it, Dr. Puppy. 
Uh, I think it took him a minute to realize who I was, but there was a definite chill in the room when he did. So now I'm sitting there thinking, do I want to go through with this, knowing that the guy I called a freak is in a position to inflict great physical pain on me? His assistant was in the room, so I didn't want to make a scene, and I said, I think you'll understand why I'm not going to do this today, and I left. Needless to say, I found another uh, end endodontist and now i always ask the occupation of anyone new i meet i'm not sharing my story hoping to win your giveaway i think that that was done you had me at yeah um... you had me at come fuck this puppy (laughs) um i think i think being canadian disqualifies me from winning american contests uh sure we have free health health care and gay marriage but try to win a martha cookbook and we're all out of luck uh keep it up gate Keep it up, guys, but I look forward to every podcast. Brad in Toronto. Give it up. That Brad, was some good shit. You are and for also, sure. You're for sure uh, getting. Shit so, on me. So Both of them are for sure. James I think. and Brad, you have to email us uh, an address to which you would like your Dr. Kiss to be sent. That's right. That was fantastic. Oh, See and, how easy and it is, folks? James and uh, Brad in Toronto, six bucks for postage. So um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, you know Send what, me I'll a swallow couple of that. I'll swallow yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, you guys so earned they it. They stepped it up. That's how we, see how easy? It's so fun when we're in So I say like to that. him, uh, I want you to shoot on me. And he says, I think I can do that. And turns to his boyfriend and said, hey, he wants me to shit on him. <laughs> that is amazing. Tony, you should put that in your act. Yeah. Um. So let me see what else I oh, have. Oh, speaking of my act. Yes. You don't know this. I do not. Today, before the taping of the Fashion Police show, that's the bitch that stole my look broadcast. Yeah, I call it the bitch that stole my look. Joan turns to me and says, "Hey, you need to call Jocelyn. That's my assistant. That's her assistant. Right on. You need to call Jocelyn and have her schedule some more stand-up dates because you were fantastic. We need to do a lot more. Fantastic. Which is exactly what I was waiting for. I was waiting for her to, you know, to bring it say, up. You didn't want to be like, hey, right, how do I do? How can I do, I do some yeah. more? So, um, so that's it. Good. So I yes. should be doing." Fantastic. So, so hopefully uh, something nearby that we can go see. And Brad, she is actually coming to Toronto in the fall. Um, and I'm hoping to do Vancouver because that's the West Coast. Oh, that's amazing. But I don't know if I could do Toronto. You know, with it being such a far journey, yeah. it probably isn't worth it. I'd probably lose a lot of money in the deal. But anyhow, um, so, yeah, you know, Brad, we need to get you tickets. Beautiful. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what's going on with Jones' stand-up. Phantasmo. Um I uh, speaking of Joan, we're trying to plan a road trip to Vegas with work. Yeah, they're all about it. The fun fashion police people. They're that's, so fun. I that's love them. the bitch that stole my look. The show. bitch that stole. Joan's doing um, a Is weekend gonna be in at Vegas. The Venetian, June second, third, and fourth. And we're talking about just as a bunch of us going. I'm not driving, it. but yeah, I'd be yeah, in. I'm yeah, buying a sure. fucking plane ticket. No, I for sure. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone's talking road trip. I think they're Good. talking. But go Get and away. just go see the and show and have fun for a day or two and come back and see Steve's hot body. Yeah. Oh, we got to get Steve pool. to the pool. We've got to get Steve to the pool. There's this crazy, sexy black Englishman uh, that works and and he's I still haven't seen I haven't seen the Trinidad pictures. Oh, from well, when he went to Trinidad at Christmas hot. time, which yeah. is his homeland and yeah. craziness. Yeah. We, he's awesome. Hot body. Um, one thing I did do when I was in Gay Ski Wake in my room. I had on country music television videos. Oh, boy. I think I'd flip by and somebody that I liked caught my eye and sure. then I listened to the countdown. They're worse than Fox News in terms of, like, their political agenda. Like, I'm a, I like my freedoms and my – like, the, the yeah. songs were super right-wingy. 
I'm oh, surprised, yeah. like, fuck Nancy Pelosi with a stick. Like, <laughs> Obama it was... don't want me to hit my wife no more. <laughs> it was, they were so political. I was like, wow, I didn't know this was happening. It was kind of an underground thing for right. me. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised how many things rhyme with coon. <laughs> uh, and then you listen uh, to country music television. Yes. I just want to say on the glee front that I thought oh, we're back to this. that kiss worked. Because when they first introduced that other character, I thought he would never be into Kurt. Like, I just, guys like that, yeah. guys like that, you know, whatever. And the way it played out, and they, there was a moment where you see him sort of fall for him. And then when he said, the way he performed that little speech before they kissed. I bought it. I went with it. I liked it. I'm on board. Well, I'm pretty sure it was badly written. I'm assigning off. I, I like it. John uh, Joan Rivers hooked me up on a date. Wow. What's the story? Um, two weeks ago, the Friday before I did stand-up for Joan on the Sunday night. So that Friday and Saturday, I was at Casita del Campo doing stand-up with Debbie Praver. Right on. That is the story. I already told you this about how they were texting me. And that was when they decided they were going to pay for my plane ticket. Yes. Right, the, right, right. the assistant was like, I'm going to, you know, send me the receipts. Joan feels, Joan called and said, I, I don't want you to lose money in this deal, whatever. That night, Joan was doing stand up at, uh, in Orange County at the La, um, La Mirada Center for the Performing Arts. And they were texting me going, we found this boyfriend for you. Um, go find him on Facebook. Here's his name, and we've hooked him up to you. You're Facebook, and he thinks you're cute, and you guys should go out. So his name is Flavio. Right on. Uh, and so we actually had uh, – we met for dinner – what is today? Tuesday, Sunday night. Um, and, you know, he's adorable, and it was really, really fun. I don't think he's into me at all, but um, – and he's 29, which, uh, you know, I feel like is too young. Um, but still, it was funny then to say to Joan, okay, I went on a date with the guy that you – like the idea of just Joan Rivers yes. facilitating a hookup. And doing it well. Like, you know. Yeah. So, at least, you know. like on paper, like a possibility. Yeah, yeah, a exactly. Lot of times- it wasn't like some fat, bald – you know, Paul Lindy gay guy that's like, well, I know a gay guy and you're a gay guy. I yeah. should fix you guys up. Yes. Juliana Rancic. So uh, there's that. So, yeah. So that's good. Um, I love that. Some. I went on a date because we, we had suggested my date. I did go on a date. Um, the dinner was nice, but we did. We hung out the next day. Um, I, you know, I went home. I didn't stay overnight or anything. Um, and he kept saying little racist things. Yeah. I don't want to go into the whole story, but um, it was weird. And somebody else that was with us when we were hanging out, I saw him today. He came to the taping, and I was like, did you notice that? And he's like, yes, and I wanted to say something because I know you had just started going yeah. out with this guy. and Yeah. So you're not so, going to see him again? I don't know. I might. He texted me a couple times. Um, so. But I'm not excited about it. He was it. making racial slurs about Cupid. He was making – no, he. this wasn't an okay Cupid date. This was oh. another guy that I met. Um, well, I have some good news for you. What's that? Your work crush? Yes. Single. How do we know this? Because he told me. Right on. He ended things with the other guy. Oh, so it's over with the future yes. boyfriend. No more future boyfriend. Wow. Well, I said hi to him today. Um, I marched right over to his office and said, "Hey, how's it going? I'm off to New York. We're on." I, like I had a lot of like I didn't. I wasn't nervous or anything. Well, easy. I'm fantastic. All right. Yeah, he has a smile that will really dazzle you. And I love his ears because I uh, ended up having drinks with him and two other people, gay guys from E, on um, Friday night. So um, 
because Saturday night was the movies. Yeah, so Friday night. Nice. Um, and so that was the first time I'd ever really hung out with them. Right on. So yeah, we were all talking about being this, that, and the other single. And I was yes. like, but I thought you had a future boyfriend. Did you say future boyfriend? Yeah. Right on. And he's like, well, I used to. Wow. But yeah, it was. He don't miss him either. So really? it's not even, he don't need no time to heal, Dennis. Well, the future so boyfriend to... had a dog that like controlled his life. It was all about the dog. So, yeah. So um, let me see. I may not, I, I may, that may sort of be it. I'm leaving tomorrow. I, tomorrow. I got, I had to do, um, of, of, I don't want to say friend, a Facebook friend of mine whom I've never met, but would totally be inside. Um, <laughs> goes to college, so he's totally age appropriate, right? Um, and one of his college assignments was that he had to write like a news article on some. Anyway, so he chose to do this paper on me and my Fantastic. career. And I also made up a really nice quote from you. Good, uh, because you were out of town and there was just he needed no time. a secondary, right? Exactly. And yeah. I was like, fine, I'll just make up a quote from Dennis. Uh, I didn't want to text you and bother yeah, you because you were. It. I thought Is you were wishing late? down the slopes. Yeah, boy, little did I know you had plenty of time to be coming up with quotes. I wrote Although the first draft of the Fashion Police script up there in my the, little cozy room. The quotes would probably have had been tear-stained yeah. and, and involved a lot of, ouch, yeah. and oh, that hurts. But anyway, um, so basically, he, you know, he interviewed me over the phone to get this stuff, and I discovered something that I do think is funny. He was like, well, he was asking about what was it like the first time you did stand-up. And I, you know, I didn't think I would, did you just hear that burp? No. Okay, good. Cause I just burped and that would have been horrible if I did that. Um, so anyway, he, the first time I got off stage, it was really, it was like meth. Like I couldn't stop thinking about the next time I was going to do it again. That's awesome. And stand up, I found out is a lot like meth. Um, except it's actually worse for your health, uh, <laughs> and makes you go broke faster. So that's what really? I just want. Yes, that's what I want people to know about about stand up, stand up. And he made a little. I lost me as stand up. I lost me to stand up. Um, he uh, made a successory poster yeah. for me based on one of the bits in my act that you can see on my Facebook page, uh, and it's it's got a picture of me, and it says no AIDS. That's enough. Yeah, which is uh, one of the things I talk about. So I, I that, love it. Yeah. So that when was really really nice. When is the finished nice. article going to be done? He did it already and turned it in. Right? That's cool. And it was approximately accurate. Right. You know, but that's fine. But I didn't know that Paul Rudd was just a year behind me at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Wow. That's We were actually going at the same time. You could have gone up for the we same time. We were on parts. campus together. Yeah. I graduated a year ahead of And it's so, it makes you feel like such a failure when you find out someone was behind you in school and they're like this big success. Oh, I quit doing that shit, that math in my head a yeah. long time ago. Hey, Paul um, Rudd is one year behind you. Really? Fuck me. The president's like a little older than me. We could have been Jesus. in high school together. I saw you in a show at American. I saw you at a show at the American Academy. That's a long. I shudder to think. It was uh, a little night music. I oh, think. that was terrible too. <laughs> it was horrible. I made it through. Ugh. I think. It First was of all, fun. there's no such thing as a good production of that yeah. show. But the one I was in was a. I mean, you know, and I was supposed to be playing like a cello, and yeah, there I didn't was know how a, to play no fucking cello. I I bought I'm it. I'm sitting and singing and crying and celloing and oh it was a fucking disaster um so i came back from gay ski week because i was going to help out at this lifeworks laugh out loud benefit which we talked about before as a stand-up show yeah that was the and stand-up where i did 
Yes. Set it for the very, very first you time. You did it was, there for the first time? It was the very first time. How and did then, you book that as a first-timer? I mean, it they, was a new benefit. It was a new benefit, and they were trying to get people that were on TV that season. Mm. Like, since I was playing a gay character, they thought I was a comic. and Okay, so, so this they was asked when you were doing if I would do house? it. And then they liked it, and so then they had me back again a couple years later, and then never again since. Well, I think I and, and uh, I was talking to the organizers, and they're like, "There's just so many great people." And I, I'm oh sure yeah, there's just personal. a wealth of hilarious gay comics. Yeah, yeah, well, there's so they many. They like to mix it up. Somebody said they like to mix it up every year or yeah. whatever. I don't know, um, but I. Well, they had room for Ant. <laughs> so I don't want to hear. Yeah. But you who's know, on it, who uh, who I'm interviewing at this? So I was let doing the relax from laughing so hard. Yeah. So it's good to. I interviewed a lot of the comics and different people that were there for this DVD thing for a friend of mine, and that's why I wanted to make sure I was back. And I I was interviewing Ant, and I was like, "Hey, what brings you?" And he goes, "You're on OK Cupid. You keep coming up for me." And I'm like, "Oh, can boy. you even imagine?" <laughs> well, I hadn't seen him on there, so it's interesting. I haven't been on there that much. Although when I came back from skiing. I had gotten from my, you know, near death um, emotional crisis, my 27 hours, 127 hours. Please don't fuck Ant. <laughs> no, I got a message on OKCupid from some other guy named Max. Dennis, I'm not kidding. I, I would never. Do nev- not fuck Ant. No, Ant's not even in the equation. Okay. Um, I, that would be, that would be a really, yeah. that would be a wedge in our friendship. Yeah. But um, I got to meet Jerry Jewell, who came out of the closet. <sighs> And uh, well, exactly. not not in her first try. Yeah, she spent a lot of time. <laughs> she with ran that into knob. the wall. She fucking <laughs> it took her a couple of years to get that knob to turn. She's her her wrist doesn't really move well. Yeah, she uh, she performed, and you know who killed is Julie Goldman from the Good. Gay Sketch Show. She's so funny, and Shangela performed as a boy. Okay, and was funny. Like uh-huh. I thought, like funny. Sure, and. Uh, he had his. He goes. He was talking about how RuPaul always plug, is such a shameless plugger on that show, and then he goes. And by the way, if you want one of my Hallelujah shirts, they're available. You know, like yeah. And uh, but I thought he was funny. And who killed me was Selene Luna, the little yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. She told this story. She's a little person, and she's a really funny entertainer and actor. And you've probably seen her on YouTube. But she tells this story about going to an A-list gay party. And getting furious because none of those fucking queens were enchanted with me. <laughs> Nobody. I sat there and played with the dog, you know, and she's like a little person. Yeah. And these gays were so frosty and A-list. Right. They couldn't even be enchanted with her for two fucking seconds. That's so funny. Yeah. And the way she told it and how mad she was. They're not even enchanted. <laughs> how dare they look at me. That's funny. Yeah. So I like that. Um, I think I'm mad at Kate Winslet. Why? If she's really dating John Mayer. I don't know the whole story. I just heard that they were linked together. That really would upset. And I like John Mayer. I'm a fan of his. But, you know. He's. Kate Winslet's better than that. I know. And I know she's only doing it to get back at Sam Mendes. But still. Yeah. I just, I just can't support it. Yeah. yeah. Plus her body's not really a wonderland. Well. <laughs> um, I feel like. We've done a lot. I've, I've. Um, we need to wrap this shit up. We Let's do. end uh, with some good news. Okay, good. I guess Charlie Sheen is going back to two they, and a half men. Well, they want him back, and that makes me so fucking mad when yeah. people don't get their fucking comeuppance. Like I wanted him to do this comedy tour, which is you know sold out, yeah, and it become a laughing stock. I just yeah. want people to be 
demanding their money back and, you know, it to be this huge disaster. And, and I want him to just become a punchline that can only do cameos in, you know, scary movie 19 yeah. and stuff, you know, but God, it just, it just bothers me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sucks, man. It turns out he is winning. He is Dennis. Duh. Duh. Winning. He is the winning. Yeah. Oh, God I want to end on a little more of an upbeat note. I enjoyed Kirstie Alley on Dancing with the Stars. Bum, ba, da, bum, bum. And I'm always a little touched by how that show sort of brings something out of people. What I couldn't find on that mountain, oh, Kirstie Alley found in that dance studio in the arms well, of Well, you know what? I was going to say, if you had Maxim Tchaikovsky, <laughs> you know, cradling your fat rolls to the, to the beat... Then I think, you know, <laughs> shit, I wish they'd do that for me. Yeah. No, so. it's, it was, she was really good. And, and, Fun, you know, and so, she's been such a punchline. Yeah. She still is. Yeah. Uh, because there's no redemption. But yeah, she's, <laughs> I think she could go all the way to number three. And Wendy Williams was surprisingly awful. Just yeah. like a big white man in drag as a black lady. Like it was yeah. really rhythmless and and stifled and bad and and bad. Yeah. So all right. Well we need to wrap, We're gonna this wrap it up. up. I'm Thank heading to so NYC. Much. If you're an NYC person, hit me up online because I may try to throw a little bowling get together or something like that. Oh, and I'm also guest hosting on um, Frank DeCaro April 1st when I come back. That is very Are exciting. Are you in Mexico then? I am. Shit. All right. But we could do a phone something. Yeah. Or I only fun, have one like a day. Live, a live remote from Mexico. That'd be a fun lesson. Yeah. Maybe you I could have just. some stories. Yeah. Already. Uh, uh, so that's so exciting. But so the next podcast will probably go up Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Because uh, we, yeah, cause because I'm back. Because we'll be, and be back you... Sunday and I'm back Sunday. Okay, and then when do you leave? Wednesday. Morning. All right. Don't you like so how we, we do Tuesday our uh, plan planning out. on the thing? All right, we love you. Excuse me. We love you for listening. And if Check you want to get in Kiss. on those Dr. Kisses, you got to email yeah. us an embarrassing sex story. We really want three-way stories. But we'll take but, anything that's got a great But if twist. you had a dentist say, come fuck this puppy. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah. get a fucking lip balm. <laughs> You're going to get. Rest assured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not one of them that I've used. I mean right. a new one. Oh, so that's good. Uh, yes, and uh, the Dennis Hensley five pack is Still also available. available. I got another check for it. God another damn check. right you did. Um, so go buy it. And um, Rubdown's going to be in the Palm Springs International Short Film Spe- Festival. Did oh, I tell when you? When is that? It's June. We're making a weekend of it. Stay tuned. Fun. It's Weekends a big thing. It's all. It's a mainstream. That's a little festival. movies and more. Movies and more. That literally is a little movies and more though. Yes, and I. I'm excited because I it's um, a mainstream festival that has one gay night where everyone goes and it's a big deal and I and I got in it because you know that's good I know I'm so excited remember that we'll hotel we stayed at yeah where we were afraid of getting Mexican jumping aids that remember the hotel we set up when we did the mismatch game in oh Palm yes Springs? and it was really ratty and yeah. it was like not only am I taking the comforter off I'm putting it outside yeah. the room. Um, Maybe we can make a weekend of it and get a whole fun. bunch of people to go. I know, right? All righty. Well, this and, has been uh, The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. We'll see you next time. Love you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I see trees <laughs> of grass. <laughs> trees. <laughs>